Welcome to Freedom Not Control with host Justin Melanson. Every day we hear about freedom being taken away from us and it affects us more and more. From basic privacy to deep technology, how does it affect you and what can you do about it? On today's show, we'll discuss what's being done now and what's coming soon so that you can take back control of your freedom. Now, here is Justin Melanson. The year is 2020. Following several decades of systematically weakening the social, moral, and financial resilience of the American people, the global cabal has launched a series of unimaginable terrors that have rocked the foundation of Western civilization and has fractured the population of a once united country along increasingly irreconcilable lines. The nation finds herself on the precipice of all-out civil war, diving headlong towards economic ruin and already suffocating under the dictatorship of biotechnocratic enslavement. The final takedown order has been issued. The direct attack has begun. America's greatest trial and the battle for her survival is underway. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Good evening. Welcome, you're listening to Freedom Not Control. My name is Justin, and this is a special Election Day broadcast. Today's date, November 3rd, 2020. And the tone of this episode is, remember, remember, the 3rd of November. Are you ready to take back the country? It's time to take back America. Now, the deep state the globalists, the corrupt politicians, the mainstream mockingbird media, they already know that they lost this entire war with Trump. They know there's no way that they can win at this point. They know it. How do we know that they know it? How do we know that they've already lost? Well, look what they're preparing. They're preparing for riots. They're preparing for the dark winter. They're preparing for all of this. If you're a winner and you won the election, you don't have to do any of these things because you've already won. You're already in. You're in complete and utter control. But this is not to punish Trump. We make this very clear. All of this has never been about punishing Trump. We need to be very clear about what they're trying to do here. They want to punish the American people. They want to punish you, me, and everybody that stands for the Constitution of America. They want to punish everybody that wants and to keep the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment. They want to punish freedom. Groups like Antifa, terrorist organization funded by George Soros and others are not anti-fascist. They never have been. They are fascist. 
they protect globalist fascism. They're the gatekeepers. They are the black flags. They are the Nazis of America. They are funded and protected by the very people that want to see America burnt to the ground. So we need to be very clear about what they're trying to do here. They have and they want and they always have to punish the people. Remember, the people didn't do what they wanted. They wanted the people to vote for Biden. They wanted the people to stay asleep. They wanted the people to do exactly what they've been doing for all those years prior. But the people now have woken up. Human race has gotten off of their knees. The lion sleeps no more. The people are not buying what they're selling. The people are not following their narrative. And they're very, very angry about this. They don't like it at all. And what are they going to do? They're getting prepared for what comes next. This is why you hear riots. This is why you hear the second wave is coming. This is why they're playing it up right now. Because they're preparing this on all of us. They're preparing all of this. And this is because the people didn't listen to them. It's not about Trump. He's just blocking everything they're trying to do. They're angry with the people. Why did you wake up? Why can't we put you back to sleep? And if we can't put you back to sleep, you know what we're going to do. We're going to riot. We're going to make things difficult for you. This is exactly what they're trying to do here. Will it work? No. The people of the country, the silent majority, is no longer silent. And remember the movie, V for Vendetta, where Guy Fox was out there saying, we remember, we remember the 5th of November. Well, for us in America, it's remember, remember the 3rd of November. When we the people stand up and say no more. and we go against the deep state, the globalists, and the communist-run Democratic Party. The Chinese-owned mainstream media and Hollywood. And we show them, and the corrupt politicians, the elite, the invisible enemy, hiding under the guise of COVID-19, who's really in control, who really runs the show. It's the people of the United States 
we're no longer sleeping. We're awake. We can see very, very clearly now. And you're now the minority. We the people are now the majority. And we're taking back our country. And this is why they're preparing. The left is preparing to create chaos after the elections. Is this going to work? Of course not. Trump and the patriots of the United States already know the playbook. They already know what they're preparing to do. We'll be talking a little bit more about this and how the silent majority is much larger and much more powerful than the invisible enemy of the corrupt politicians could ever imagine. But first, what's very interesting is that Biden is going around and he's holding rallies like Trump. The thing is, Trump's rallies, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people and we have Obama and Biden going around and they can barely get a handful of people. Barely get 10 people. But there's something very interesting that did happen. When Joe Biden and Obama were giving a talk, Obama was out there and he called out for Joe again and again. And Joe was not showing up. Take a listen to what happened. Joe Biden! Joe Biden! Joe never showed up. He was nowhere to be found. Now this should tell you everything. It should show you that first of all, Biden needs Obama because Biden could not do it alone. So Obama had to go out there and hold the rallies for him. He had to campaign for him. They should tell you everything. This should tell you everything you need to know. They're so desperate right now that they're doing whatever possible to try to take back control but it's not working whatsoever. It's not working. Now, very interesting. We know that the Steele dossier has been completely debunked. But something very interesting happened with that. A key source for the debunked Steele dossier has been identified now. This is Olga Galkina, a Russian public relations specialist. And she has been identified as the source for the Steele dossier. It's most direct obligation of this collusion between Trump and the Russian government 
she was a subsource for EGA, Igor Dachinko, a Russian analyst who provided information to Christopher Steele. So as this continually moves forward, we're finding out more and more information. And we know that the Clintons paid for this. We know that the deep state players were involved in this. This was never nothing more than a coup and a hoax perpetrated by the Clintons, the Obamas, members of the CIA and the FBI, along with the mainstream media players to put false charges on Donald Trump and his associates. We know this. We know everybody that was involved. We have numerous tapes, video, emails. We know there was fake information. We know they were using it to push their agenda and everything fell apart. But even though that was a fake agenda, we also know the true agenda, the true evidence is the laptop from hell that is getting worse and worse as time goes on. And the mainstream media, they're trying to dodge this as best they can possible. But it's getting very, very difficult for them. And we can see from what's on the laptop that this is not going well for Hunter Biden, for Joe Biden, for the rest of the people. Because what we come to find is that Hunter Biden's laptop included Joe Biden's personal mobile numbers for former President Bill Clinton, wife Hillary. There's also personal documents, including Hunter's passport, driver's license, social security, credit cards. The laptop also showed he spent $21,000 on a live cam adult website where also illicit acts were taken of him. They were all on the laptop and much, much worse was on the laptop. Things that are unthinkable for on the laptop involving children, underage children, abuse, and much worse that we can't even speak of today. And we've seen a few pictures come out 
he also had a database of more than 1,500 people, including Gwyneth Paltrow, members of the Colts organization, the football team, Coldplay, singer Chris Martin, former presidential candidate John Kerry, an ex-FBI boss, Lewis, we know that for sure right now. And now Martin, singer Chris Martin. Now this is very interesting. All of this information is in there. And this laptop, which is described by an IT expert, is a national security nightmare. Classic blackmail material. And he was just carrying this stuff around. Was it encrypted? No. His password was Hunter. O2. That's his first name, zero two. So that was his password. So this wasn't encrypted at all. Very easy to figure out. And all of this information was in there. And General Flynn tweeted this out. Ask who is Kathy Chung, GOP, and why in 2015? Is she giving a treasure trove of intelligence phone numbers to Hunter? Or any foreign power would love to have this information. And was this laptop secure? No, just like Hillary Clinton's email server was not secure. No, most likely foreign operatives had complete and utter access to all of this stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised now. What's very interesting is that we're seeing information come out that when Trump wins his second term, he's going to be training the swamp. And it seems that he's already preparing to get rid of a lot of people in his cabinet. And I do believe this is why he signed that executive order. And I also believe he's going to be making this move because the gloves are off. He's in his second term He's not running for another term. Nothing is holding him back. And he doesn't have to worry about any of this. And I do believe he'll be moving forward very soon at lightning speed, like we've never seen before. And the deep state knows this. The corrupt politicians know this. The mainstream media knows this, the invisible enemy knows this, and they know that he's going to be coming after them.
He's removed a lot of the blocks in his first term. He's reorganized the federal court system with all the federal judges that he's put in there. He stopped them from impeaching. He stopped them with Russian collusion. He stopped them with all of this. And now, during this entire term, with the pandemic, with all of the riots that have been orchestrated by the left, with all of the censorship that has been orchestrated by the globalists, the Big Tech and the Shikon, and brought down on the American people. The American people are watching this and observing this and seeing this and saying, wow, we don't want this type of life. And we're not going to allow this to happen. This is what he's been counting on from the very beginning. Is the people seeing the corruption with their own eyes and understanding what he is doing for this country. Now, what's very interesting is that we know the deep state, the mainstream media, the corrupt politicians, they've been trying to bring in illegal immigrants this entire time. This is why they're completely against the wall. This is why they censored Mark Morgan, the head of building the wall, because they don't want people to know that. Yes, a wall is going up. Yes, we're stopping the illegals from coming in. Because remember, they use illegals for a number of things. The number one thing is to help with the popular vote number. Number two, to blend the country for their ultimate goal is to globalize the world, have a one world government with a top-down authority is what's dubbed as the Hunger Games Society. And in between the elites and globalists, there'll be a, they want, should I say, because it's not going to happen. Almost said, there'll be a, but it's not going to happen. So what they want, do they want a top-down authority, Hunger Games-style society? Or the elites are way at the top. And the average person down at the bottom, and between them, there's a military police state protecting. But this is not going to happen. The lion sleeps no more, as I say. Human race is awakened to this. Americans are awakened to their tyranny. Globalism has always been their goal. Global communism. If they bring people in to the country, illegally 
They want them to take low paying jobs and make this a third world country. Of course, they don't care about them either. They don't care about anybody, but the elites. Antifa is here to protect the elites. The riots are here to protect the elites. Whether you're out there rioting and know it or not, obviously the ones that are paid know that. Obviously there's some getting less and less every day that were caught up in the hype, not knowing that the very people who created the riots are the same people who created the Ku Klux Klan. The same people that fund organizations such as Black Lives Matter and Antifa are the same people who funded the KKK, the Democratic Party, the Chinese Party, the Communist people, Big Tech. No. One of Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton's best friends is David Duke and other KKK top officials. They love it. They love him. And Trump has never and will never be a racist. They loved him before he went to office as well. But they don't love is him blocking their money, blocking their illegal corruption blocking everything that they're doing. And the ones that didn't want to speak up about it in the mainstream media and other outlets are forced to because they're script readers and they're not journalists. Trump has blocked all of this. And now he's designated November 1st, a national day of remembrance for Americans killed by an illegal alien. He just put it right in their face the other day saying, look what you've done. You've had these people come in that were gang members, drug traffickers, human trafficking, you name it, and you let them loose and they killed people. American people. And now, we're going to make this day the Remembrance Day. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back on Freedom Not Control. People are already asking me about the social media site I've been talking about that's going to replace all the others because it will have better ways to share information, ideas, and photos with your family and friends without any censorship or selling your information to third parties. It's called Life Loop. That's life with a Y. L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. It is just now rolling out, and Myrtle Beach is one of the first places that they are inviting folks to sign up. I've done it. You can go to the Google Play Store, or if you have an iPhone, the Apple App Store, or online at lifeloop.com, L Y. F-E-L-O-O-P.com, and it is free. You can sign up so easily, and right now you can choose just about any username that you'd like because they are telling folks in Myrtle Beach about it first. As we're one of the metropolitan areas where people have overwhelmingly said if there was another social media platform that we could trust, that we know isn't selling our data, that isn't censoring any kind of content that they don't agree with, It'll make social media fun again. I don't think you'll be pulling your hair out so much when you're looking at all the content on LifeLoop. Advertisers aren't getting metrics on you. You're not going to be tracked. 
It's a totally different social media platform that you've got to see for yourself. Life Loop. That's L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. Join it today. This is Freedom, Not Control with Justin Melanson. To reach the show today, we welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at freedomnotcontrol.com. Now, back to the show. So who's in control? Trump's in control. He's in complete and other control of all of this. And I'm not saying him alone, but people that are working with him. Now, what's very interesting, it seems that Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube, they're all continuing with their censorship. It seems that different groups such as New Jersey Women for Trump, their Facebook group had about 29,000 members or so and they were just deplatformed and removed from Facebook days before the election. Just one example, they removed many, many groups that support Trump. Now Trump came out and said, this is ridiculous. Really, you're taking down a woman's group that is for Trump? So when you look at all the censorship, what does this really have to do with the people that support Trump? The people that support patriotism. The people that support certain individuals going to jail because they committed crimes. This is what they're removing. So they don't want people to know the truth. They're trying to manipulate the election. They've been trying from the start. Actually, if you don't allow people to see any of this, you're trying to control the narrative. This is what Facebook, this is what Twitter, this is what Google and YouTube are all about. This is all they've been trying to do from day one. They've been trying to manipulate the election every time they say, oh, Trump, or these people are trying to manipulate the election. No, they're manipulating the election by hiding things from the American people. Actually, the mainstream media, without reporting and investigating important stories, they're also manipulating the election. So Trump tweeted out and put them back now. And guess what happened? Facebook reversed the decision. Now, of course, did they say they were sorry? 
We took them down. We didn't mean to take them down. No. They said it was an enforcement or a glitch. You know, because if you notice all the glitches are only with people that are pro-Trump or people that are trying to tell the truth or report on Hunter Biden, even bigger Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, the corrupt medical narrative ran by the Rockefeller Foundation and the COVID-19 hoax all get censored. Think about that for a second. So Trump tweeted this out being restored immediately. Facebook stated that they made an enforcement error. Thank you. Did they really make an enforcement error? It's almost like Twitter with the New York Post. Remember, their account has been locked since they came out with the article against Biden. But it seems that Twitter put out a tweet explaining what happened with the New York Post and how they decided to unlock their account. So let's get this straight. The New York Post didn't violate Twitter's original policy. And then Twitter updated their policy, and now the New York Post decided they didn't violate that one either. So they just basically unlocked them, which they could have unlocked them from the beginning. Actually, they never should have shut them out, shut them down, because what they were doing and they were reporting on information that was true and factual. Now, of course, the Twitter the whole Twitter group is saying that they were locked out because of hacked material. But they had no proof of hacked material because it was a laptop that was dropped off at a repair shop. So the entire premise is completely fake and false. Just like Twitter, a complete fraud, breaking their own rules actually pure fascism, pure censorship, exactly what Twitter and the entire left is about. Censorship and fascism. Why? Because they're trying to manipulate the election. So, Twitter has been labeled a national security threat, rightfully so. They should have been, in my opinion, labeled that years ago. Chad Wolf, the DHS secretary, the acting secretary, he labeled Twitter a national security threat. He explained that Twitter censorship represents a security threat to the DHS operations. And they link in a lengthy letter he sent to Jack Dorsey. And he cited the recent censorship of citizen or senior custom 
Border Patrol Officer, Mark Morgan. And he could actually cite other people, which I think eventually they'll start citing everyone when they start to take down more people. But that's exactly what they're doing. They don't want people to see certain things they never have, so they're just straight out sentiment. And we've seen this. This is not a new game in their playbook. This is what they've been doing for years. And the reason that they have to do this, the reason for censorship, is because the narrative cannot be used anymore. Nobody's buying Russian collusion. Nobody's buying these narratives anymore. Nobody's buying it. So the only thing they can do is try to censor it, try to stop people from viewing it. And it backfired big time with the New York Post. It actually gained 190,000 more followers during the two week ban on the New York Post Twitter's accounts. So they gained followers. 190,000. See, they're not very bright. What happens when you try to stop somebody from seeing some information? It's kind of like a little kid. When your parents tell you you can't do that, it makes you want to go see more. It makes you curious. So, they will never report on this, but... Through my years, almost 20 years in SEO, search engine optimization, computer software, cybersecurity industry, I have software that I've used throughout the years that I can see metrics that they will not show you. I can see you see metrics that they've manipulated on all platforms, especially Google. And they'll never tell you that that was the number one search term in the search engine. They'll never tell you that the number one search term the past week in the search engine has been Republicans. How to vote Republican. How to vote Republican. How to change your vote to Republican. They won't tell you this because they don't want you to know. Just like they have the fake polls. They want you to believe that Joe Biden is leading. Same thing they did in 2016. But this year is even more of a deception because this year is not even close. Not even close. This is a landslide victory. Of course, they've been caught cheating. There's tons of ballot harvesting still going on to this day. People getting mailed out three and four ballots dead people voting people voting twice people getting caught even with all of that still a landslide victory still a landslide victory for trump now over the weekend it seems that the elite SEAL Team 6 went into Nigeria when they rescued an American citizen. So the Special Forces 
they've been successful in their rescue mission. And they rescued an individual. His name is Philip Walton. He's 27 years old. And Trump, over the weekend, tweeted this out. Big win for our very elite U.S. Special Forces today. Details will follow. So this individual was captured by a terrorist group. Or so they say. But. Trump's camp is actually saying no. It was not by a terrorist group. He was captured in Nigeria. And it seems that these bandits, they were seeking money. But I think we're going to find out a lot more information as time goes on. As Trump reveals the details. And I believe that this will probably be a lot larger than just kidnappers. I think we know that the deep state, the invisible enemy, the corrupt politicians and the mainstream media, that they are now pushing their dark winter operations as the second wave of the pandemic, or as it's become known, the pandemic. And a lot of countries in Europe, they're now shutting down. And they're saying, we are locking down. Now out in the UK, Boris Johnson, another puppet, order taker for the cabal. He's saying that we're, we're now going to be locking the country down yet again. And the people are now saying, no, absolutely not. We're not going to do this. And we're not going to stand for this. Once again, remember, the people need to be brought to the pre precipice because once they're there and they can't take it anymore, they're going to want change. They're going to force change. And the people say, listen, if you do this, we're going to force you to resign. Just like we did Theresa May. So you better think twice about this, Boris. And we can see in France and Belgium and other places, they're locking down as well. And what's very interesting here is in the United States, they're trying to make us believe and think that, yes, the next wave is coming. It's deadly, they say. Deadly cases are moving up. But remember, the, the tests are faulty. The tests don't test for a virus. On the FDA's own website, the PDF from the CDC, COVID-19, page 39, the last paragraph states very clearly they have never purified and isolated a virus.
stay tuned for my special broadcast on the 17th of November when I bring on Dr. Andrew Kaufman, who will, with me, explain very close details how there is no COVID-19, how there can't be for numerous reasons. You're not going to want to miss that. There's been thousands of thousands of doctors that came forward to tell the truth and he is one of the first ones, very, very smart doctor, been a doctor, a medical doctor for over more than 30 years. So you're not going to want to miss that. But of course, again, the mainstream media is not always do it. The fake mainstream media and Dr. Fake Dr. Fauci, another puppet, the globalist puppet, has been pushing this and they're gonna still try to push this. But the mainstream media, once again, they have their instructions. They're told you need to push this forward. So at CNBC, ABC, CNN, they'll put, they'll put on a show, CNBC put this tweet out. Detection of COVID-19 has been one of the pandemic's biggest challenges Technology is fast becoming the preferred method for detecting symptoms in areas where people congregate, infrared technology. So let's get this straight. They can't detect the pandemic. They can't detect it. They can't detect the pandemic from what they say. And that's their biggest challenge. Their biggest challenge is they can't detect it. They can't find it. Just like they can't isolate a virus and they can't find it. They can't make a test for the virus because there is no virus. You mean this pandemic that is so deadly, they're having a problem detecting it? That's what CNBC put it out on a tweet. Go look it up. They can't detect it. They need infrared technology to detect it. So once again, this pandemic is so deadly, they're having a problem detecting Think about that for a second. So this pandemic is so deadly, the only way you know you have it is with a test where they have to run the test. 40 cycles of amplification just to find out if anything is there. Keep in mind, this is a test. The inventor of the test Carrie Mullis won a Nobel Prize in the RC-PCR test. Says out of his mouth, this test cannot detect for infectious diseases. It cannot be used for that. It's used for amplification. It's used to take anything and make it bigger to find a needle in a haystack, basically. You can find anything. But otherwise, you don't have any idea that you have it for anything. Actually, there is, there is no test right now. If there was no test right now, no one would even know they had this 
quote unquote virus. If there was no news reporting fake numbers all day, no one would know they had this virus. I mean, everyone might be working, walking around with the flu virus, but that doesn't matter to the news. It's been around and supposedly killed people for years, hundreds of thousands. So this pandemic is so deadly that the homeless people are fine so deadly that the people who live on the street with compromised immune systems in the heat in the cold without masks without washing up without great immune systems they're just fine we're not seeing dead bodies all over the place the pandemic is so deadly you need sophisticated equipment to know that you've got it and how bad it is the pandemic is so deadly that the recovery rate is 99.999 percent depending on age and the average death for this fake virus is 82 years old the average death in the u.s is 78 years old so as carson tucker pointed out a few weeks ago it's dangerous to be old You don't have to be the brightest light bulb in the box to figure out what's going on. Sadly, people are still asleep, but the majority of the people have woken up. It's the news that you need to be afraid of. They are the one that has blown this out of proportion. And again, why are they doing this? Because they know that they have no chance of winning the election. Come tonight, November 3rd. And this is why they're pushing riots. And they were out there just yesterday burning American flags. They were out there doing Halloween, screaming and yelling, and basically they're preparing and ready to riot across this country. Trump tweeted this out. Antifa. shouts death to the U.S. while burning the U.S. flag. These are criminal anarchists paid for by the same globalists that fund the mainstream media, that fund Nancy Pelosi, that fund Joe Biden, that fund Hillary Clinton. And they must be brought to justice. And these corrupt politicians fear them because they're getting their instructions from the people that they are also getting instructions from. They're being funded, funded by 
people that aren't elected. Remember, these corrupt politicians, like Biden, Obama, and the rest, yes, they are corrupt. Yes, they are all treasonous. But they are all mere puppets instructed to do what they're told on certain things by people above them, non-elected individuals, and they must follow orders. Why? Because they have everything on them. And we can see that they're preparing to create chaos everywhere. Actually, Tom Fitton tweeted this out. The left is threatening and organizing election day violence across the nation. Trump should plan to invoke the Insurrection Act now. Yes, I do believe he's getting prepared to implement the Insurrection Act. Now, what's very interesting is that all of these individuals, the mainstream media, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Al Gore, Hillary Clinton, and the rest, they've been saying that Trump, he will not agree to a peaceful transition. But look at what they're planning. They're planning dark winter. They're planning riots across the country. So just like everything else that they say, it's a total inversion. Trump supporters fill the streets of Beverly Hills. The silent majority is not silent no more. That means that people have had enough. And now it's November 3rd. So remember, remember, the 3rd of November. This is the start of everything. And out in Arizona, what did we see? 96 miles? Yes, you heard that right. 96 miles, people lined up on the shoulder of the road with American flags. Trump flags all the way down the road as far as the eye could see. The silent majority is silent no more. Are you ready to hold the political elite accountable? Yes, we are. Are you ready to take back control of this country? I do believe the people are ready for this. They are ready to take back everything. And once again, the mainstream media, the deep state, the invisible enemy, the corrupt politicians, they're going to find out that they are the minority and that the silent majority has grown very, very large Actually, the silent majority is more powerful than they ever could imagine. Make no mistake, arrests are coming. Trials are coming. 
the downing of the central bank is coming. It's all coming. Everything is now in position. Listen, everyone. Thanks for listening to Freedom Not Control. God bless America. Be well, be safe, and especially be prepared. Thank you for listening to Freedom Not Control. Please join your host, Justin Melanson, for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, we wish you a great week.